0: Why not? Schedule a pickup or drop-off, and Carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot.
1: As easy as playing guitar.
0: Actually, I find that kind of difficult. But selling your car to Carvana is as easy as... Can be. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today.
1: (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. Hola a todos. Bienvenidos a una verdadera charla sobre el cuerpo de Cristo.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, my boo, my princess, Nemo fool. That's my baby, my baby. The other day when she got her Bible, her King James bilingual Bible, when she got that Bible, she was so happy, a beautiful smile. It's like a baby with a new children's book. See, that's how God want us to be about his word not so much the bible but his word he wants to be like little children and she was so happy and she specifically i didn't coerce her or nothing like that wanted the king james version bible because that's the bible her aunt used to teach her out of in colombia she's from cali colombia the king james version bible You know, maybe it was translated. I don't know if it was in English or whatever, but I think it was translated out of the the Latin language then, you know, Colombian, Spanish language. But that's the Bible that she wanted. Wow. Let's give my boy a hand. Yeah, she deserves it. I'm so proud of her. And one of the reasons I'm so proud of her, because uh, she wants to study and learn more out of the King James Version Bible, because she understands that more than uh, other translations. Isn't that amazing? And she's not even from the United States. She's from Colombia, a Spanish nation, a Latino nation, uh, Cali-Colombia. And she wants to learn the King James Old English because she feels that she she gets a better understanding out of that. Isn't that incredible? Wow. I love my boo, my boo, my boo. Welcome, everybody, to Body of Christ Real Talk. Welcome to the show now. I'm going to just get right into it. I know I said it quite a bit, but because of the time, yeah, I said Joe, time constraints, I'm going to get right into it and everything. Uh, I just wanted to give that shout out to my my, my fiancé, my boo, uh, Princess Nemo Foo. But let's get into uh, America. Let's get into rankings according to data and statistics. Now, what I'm going to be talking about is the rankings of who I'm going to hit different avenues, but basically the same thing. Like I said, uh, uh, ending my last podcast, this is just a continuation on a little series I'm doing at What is a Real Christian? And I'm hitting different areas. I'm in the diet part now, but everything is going to come to a biblical perspective. You know, be patient with me. And what I'm talking about now is uh, traditions traditions, light style traditions or traditions we was brought up in, things that we was told that we must do. We was just about, majority of us, all of us, I'm just going to say all of us was conditioned by some way in our upbringing. The majority of the things we know today and have learned, some things we have changed we know better now, but the majority of the things we grew up Knowing is is from a plethora of different ways, traditions, which is your surroundings, your schools, your churches, and your neighborhoods. We was traditionally conditioned mostly a lot of our beliefs and the way we think, even what we've been around, some consciously and some unconsciously, that we. Get a lot of our information and what we believe, even how we walk and how we talk, of what we grew up around. That's just, that's a fact. No matter what you grew up around, what school you went to, uh, whether you graduated or not, uh, it, uh, what church you went to, what belief and denomination you went to, what tradition of anything, whether it's a church, whether your faith or whatever like that. But basically, I'm just I'm just looking to uh, the church wise because that's what I'm a believer. But anyway we was traditionally conditioned and programmed most of our thought patterns and what we believe today tradition has got to, had a lot of stronghold on what we believe today you could disagree all you want to but i could have a conversation with you anybody right now about a subject past subject. The majority of the people or even all the people will tell me something they have learned or what their mom told them or what this teacher told them or they style start speaking philosophy or speaking something they believe in. But believe me, they got it from somebody. They didn't just automatically learn about themselves. You see what I'm saying? And all of it is not bad. That's how we get taught. That's how babies learn to talk. Babies didn't come out talking. They have to be taught, right? They have to be taught. That's my point. From infancy all the way to uh, teenage and to adulthood and stuff like that, just imagine all that noise we heard in all the different ways. Majority of the time, people, we within ourselves, we taught each other different principles of life or we mimic others unconsciously. See? That's why I brought the Bible into this. I'm getting to that later about when it comes to the Bible, you know, but I'm just talking about life in general. What I want to do right now, I'm talking about diets. Uh, the traditional way we was told what's good for us. we always been told you know, food health wise and exercise and churches what's best for us. Us can be everybody, but I'm just talking about as the United States, you know, what's best for us. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting the, uh, the picture on the United States. This is very important. And this is the way I look at it. And you have something different the way you see it, let me know, you know. But you cannot deny that the majority of the stuff you have learned, especially the kids today, that's much, much young. I'm 59 years old baby boomers, but the youngsters today is overwhelmingly dominated by what somebody else taught them. By what somebody else taught them. Ooh, I heard something else. I'm getting from this, uh, I has got her name? That kind of blew my mind. I always had questions about marijuana and different things like that. And she made an observation. Not so much an observation, but she said something, and it's pertaining to what we eat, because she calls herself a modern carnivore, which means that she's she strictly believes in the, the high-protein, low-carb diet, okay? And, uh, and she likes a lot of butter. You know, she likes the benefits of butter, something we was told not to eat a lot of. You know, I mean, that's traditionally, we was told not to eat a lot of. And she also likes lard. Something we told we better stay away from it because it's bad from her, lard is full of fats, okay? So that's traditionally we was told to stay away from lard. You know lard those big cans and stuff like that, that we bought that when we couldn't afford vegetable oil and corn oil, which she's against. You see the the reverse here? Most of the traditional teachers that we was told was bad for us was basically, according to their, their studies, it's good for us. And I'm finding a lot of truth in that. Then I'm going to get back, why did they tell us it was bad? You know, some people were sincere and some people had agenda, mostly the agenda. And it has to do with Big Pharma, but I ain't going to go there yet. But anyway, <laughs> she said something that's profound. And I never heard it like this before. I kind of had my look on there. I had uh, uh, my thought before I get to this was like this. I, I, I found this out a few years ago, you know. Now, what I mean by this is not no scientific proof, it's not no data, and uh, everything don't have to be scientific scientifically proven when you are the guinea pig and you see these things yourself or been around it, okay. And you've done it personally. Now, I used to ask people, why do you smoke marijuana? See, why? These are the ones that smoke both. We call it both marijuana. I smoked it. See, when I ask this question, I, I know why I smoked it, but I want to hear their answer. I don't want them to say the same thing that I say. So I asked them, before I give them why i done it, I asked them, why do you smoke marijuana? And you'd be uh, amazed that people look at you with a deer in their head like they just kind of, huh? Uh-uh-uh-uh. It should be obvious. You would think it would be obvious why people like to get high, even drinking. Why do you do those things? It's always a why. It's a reason when it comes to drugs why you do it. And I'm going to get to what she said. It's a reason. See, I figured this out myself. Now, I'm not saying I'm the only one. Many doctors already knew this. But this is just common sense because I base it on myself. I know my reason. And my reason is basically everybody else's reason most of the time. And I asked this young man this. I'm going to give his name one time. Why do you like to get high? You know, why do you smoke it? And he thought about it. He had to think for a while. Selling
0: your car to Carbana is as easy as... As easy as pie? Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or bin.
1: As easy as a stroll in the park.
2: I said, oh, it relaxes you. Then I said, someone relaxes you from what? He couldn't even think about nothing. He couldn't even explain why he felt he needed to relax him. I didn't press it. I don't want to feel like no psychiatrist, but I was making him think. I was I was making him think on the why you do this. What? Why do you drink? See, then I gave him a break. Then I told him, oh, well, I, I know why I got high. He said, well, "Why?" I said, because it made me feel good. He said, huh? It made me feel bolder. It gave me more courage because I was an introvert. I was closed in. I had struggles. But when I got high, it made me feel good. It made me feel bold. It made me feel confident. Even though it was temporary, that's what it done for me. If it did not do that, I wouldn't touch it. Because it ain't like it tastes good. It ain't like I love it going down my throat, but it's what it done to me while I smoked it. I didn't look at the danger side of it. I just looked at how it made me feel. I felt confident. I laughed a lot. I, everything tasted good. But the number one thing, because it made me feel good, it made me, it got me out of that introvert part. It made me somebody that I really wasn't. You understand? See, that was my feedback. Even drinking, the same thing. But when I talked about marijuana, see that part so I believe before they come a real bad at most of the people that smoke marijuana it's not happy with themselves the way they feel see marijuana and stuff like that I'm, I'm just saying marijuana I ain't talking about the real deep drugs it's, you know but marijuana I'm trying to find, trying, uh, to find a, a drug that many people think is safe And what is that? That's the marijuana, or they call it cannabis. The majority of people do not smoke marijuana today in the streets for health reasons, like cannabis has been used for. Most people in the streets, especially when I was growing up, we smoked marijuana because it made us feel good. It made the introvert more extroverted, and it made the extrovert even more extreme extrovert. You see what I'm saying? When it came to smoking marijuana, it made us feel, it was a certain feeling that felt so good and confident in ourselves. It made you a little bolder, Some people got louder and some people got quieter when they smoked marijuana, but they was relaxed. It's a total different feeling than cocaine and, you know, all this other crazy stuff out there when Andrew does camels. Totally different feeling. Marijuana admittedly made me feel relaxed and confident, and I slept so good smoking marijuana. I I felt so good smoking marijuana. A lot of you probably can relate. Yes, I used to smoke marijuana, a lot of it. And I think that's why it messed a lot of my gums up in my teeth, because I smoked so much marijuana. But I smoked a lot of marijuana, you know. Didn't do well in selling it because I smoked too much, but that's another story. <laughs> that's how much I smoked it. I smoked marijuana so much, but later on down the line, I got burnt out. It just wants to give me high no more. And the quality of it wasn't as good no more. Back in the 80s, uh, gold and Hawaiian was known as the most popular uh, marijuana then. Later on down the years, they stopped talking about skunk and all I ain't know nothing about that. But back then in the 80s, mid-80s, before that was mostly a gold and Hawaiian and stuff like that. You know, I can tell good marijuana by looking at the smoke, if it was thick and kind of hanging around, you know, like a cloud. That was, to me, good marijuana, but if it was thin, just going everywhere, they told me it was garbage. But anyway, that's why I, that's why I smoked marijuana, because it made me feel good. It made me feel confident. I felt bolder. I felt like I was more handsome. I didn't have nothing to get my life, but you feel a different way. You can see it in men. You can see it in women when they smoke marijuana. It's different than being drunk, drinking alcohol, see? Some women feel more confident. They even say, I'm going to use this term that we use in the hood. They feel more sexy. A quiet woman, she's talking now. She's open now because she's high. See? A quiet man, he's more open now. He's saying some things to a female he never said before. I'm looking at, then you have the businessman. He's bolder in his business. He's more confident in his business. Some people work better. It, It made you feel Better, not lower. It was more of an upper, not a downer. The down part came later when you got sleepy. You ate so much. It was that was the thing with marijuana. But a lot of people don't even know that, or they won't admit it. It relaxes me, or just me. Yeah, that's part of it. It relaxes you, it makes you feel good. You a lot of times you you smoke it. Now, it's not everybody because it makes you feel better about yourself. You're not happy mentally. The way you think and stuff like that, you need something that boosts you up. It's like an upper, you know. It boosts you up, you know. Well, anyway, this she says something t- somewhat different. Oh, I know my battery was just slow. Yes, I did. But she says something somewhat different. Ah, uh, what did she say? She said marijuana is somewhat of a feeling that that's the way we're supposed to feel. Now, you might say, what, Joe? Now, this is what she said, but it makes a lot of sense. Because if I felt the way I felt, not the craziness, exclude the craziness, have marijuana made me feel? I mean, the colors looked good. Things looked more prettier. Food tasted good. Even somebody that was ugly looked beautiful to me. See? You see what I'm saying? I ain't talking about the crazy stuff, you know, or the stuff they got in marijuana and that. And I'm not promoting marijuana or cannabis. So listen to what I'm saying. And when she said that, that feeling is basically the way you're supposed to feel naturally. But her point was, because we grew up eating so bad and got so much stuff in us, you know, it kills our natural way we're supposed to feel. And so people substituted. She didn't say all this, but on, people substituted for something to make them feel better, which is something they're supposed to feel in. If you was healthy, period, physically mentally spiritually you was perfect without no junk and stuff like that in you just imagine how better you feel see you have a mess of people they just no matter what they just got a certain uh jump and kick and whatever too they never done drills they never done it they got a, a natural call it a natural high. That natural high is a sign of health sometimes. It's your body setting out something that's in us anyway. She said we have built-in opioids. You know the drug opioids? But that's a drug. The body has built-in opioids. When that comes out, marijuana brings out the built-in opioids. And it makes us feel better. Now, that's her breakdown. I don't have no proof of that, but that's say breakdown. All I can say is it makes sense. I'm not saying it's true, you know, because you know me. I don't just grab anything, but I'm just letting you know. It makes a lot of sense when it comes to that. But her point for saying that was when people go on a the high-protein, low-carb diet, And they have testimonies, how they feel energetic, how they stop doing this, they stop drinking it. They just got a lot of energy. They lifting weights now. They clamming stuff. You know, she was comparing that to that because your body is being rejuvenated again with all those bad carbs and sugars out of you. Your body become life again. Your confidence come back. And I know a little bit, little of that by experience. Your confidence, your mojo come back. You know, some people even perform better in a marriage. I'm talking about sexually. Things come back, no matter what age. See, these are uh, I heard a lot of testimony from a lot of people that does this high protein. But anyway, that was her point, and I just thought I throw it out there. I never thought about that. You know, that was her point, and she was. I was like, man, I was learning something right there. I said, wow, you know. But anyway, what I'm finna do now? I'm going to read out some statistics. Like I said, it's not exhaustive. What I mean is it's not, there's many uh, surveys and uh, statistics you can look at and it's going to differ. I don't look at all, I use AI and and stuff like that. So I I like to be front up, straight up. I use AI for this research. So what I'm going to do now, study talking about it. Let's go to this data about, because I remember I used to think that uh, the United States was the most obese, because I heard it. I, I heard that the United States was. Then I heard, you know, according to, this was from mainstream and all that, then they said Mexico was. I used to tell people that. I used to tell people that without no proof. You ever tell somebody something you heard without no proof, but you just ran with it and you have no proof? You better be glad you never got called out. (laughs) I got called out by real data. See, that's traditional belief. You see what I'm saying? You hear somebody say something that you think is reliable. Therefore, I heard it through through the news uh, about...
0: Selling your car to Carbana is as easy as...
2: As easy as
1: pie?
0: Sure. All you have to do is enter your license plate or bin.
1: As easy as a stroll in the park
0: okay then just answer a few questions and you'll get a real offer in seconds as easy as singing why not schedule a pickup or drop off and carvana will pay you that amount right on the spot
1: as easy as playing guitar
0: actually i find that kind of difficult but selling your car to carvana is as easy as can be visit carvana.com or download the app to get an instant offer today
1: there's only one road into key west but you won't believe where it can take you Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit FLAKeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal.
2: America being number one on beach now, at that time though a few years ago that might have been true at that particular time like I said data and statistics change that's a helicopter going over my head uh, but data and statistics t- uh, change so at that time you know it could it, America could have been number one in obesity then it switched to Mexico but through the years I held on to that and was just telling people that to help out when I talk about different things well anyway let's go to 2022 See, remember, I I, I didn't know then data changes, you know, so that's my error on that. And I'm sorry I told people that. But let's go to uh, 2022 and 2023 data, okay? All right. What I'm going to do now is go to these statistics. All right. Come on now. Come on, come on, come on. Now. These are the questions I asked and I looked up from AI. I asked, "Hey, uh, I want to know about the health and obese ranking and where the USA stand. So could you do a little essay on that? That's how I asked AI. And this is what he came up with. The United States ranks 34th in the world in health Out of 195, I did not know that. Now, this is now how exalted this is. I don't know. It could change next week, but the United States in 2022, because years are important because things change. The United States ranks 34th in the world in health out of 195. Remember, this is 2022 uh, data. Out of 195 countries, the United States ranks 34th as the most obese nation. Now, that's high. Out of 195, that is high. Now, not the most healthiest, the most obese. So, out of uh, a survey and a study out of 195 countries, United States in 2022 ranks 34th. Like I say, some other studies might say different, but United States is up there. In other words, 34th and 195. I thought they were just number one, (laughs) so I was wrong. But 34 is still high out of 195 countries, according to 2022 statistics. And the Global Health Index, this is what this is coming from. Also, this is another ranking. The United States, listen to this, ranks 12th in the world in obesity with an adult obesity rate of 41.9%. Percent Now, 2022 study, out of 195 obese, United States is ranked 34th, which is high, out of 195. But they are ranked 12th in the world out of 195 countries in obesity, okay, with an adult obesity rate of 41.9%. See, and health... United States is ranked uh, 34th out of 195 countries. Obesity, it jumps higher overweight and stuff like that. United States is ranked number 12 in the world with an adult now, that's the world, not 195 countries, but the world. And adult obesity with a rate of 41.9%. That's high. That's very high for the most wealthiest, powerful country that has more health care than any other country. That strives on laws of health care. That has the FDA and the CDC. That has food guidelines of what to eat. And we still rank 12th as the most obesity country in the world at 41.9%. Wow. Let me continue reading. There are a number of factors that contribute to the United States' low ranking in health, including obesity, of course. Obesity is a major risk factor for chronic diseases, such as heart disease, (coughs) stroke, type 2 diabetes, and some types of cancer. The United States has one of the highest obesity rates in the world, which contributes to unhealthy diet. The American diet is often high in processed foods, sugary drinks, and unhealthy fats. This contributes to the high rates of obes- obesity and other chronic diseases in the United States. Wow. I already knew that, but not this bad, okay? Okay. Also, lack of physical activity. We got a lot of Americans are very lazy. A lot of Americans are very lazy. Americans are more sedentary than people in many other countries. I'm not sure what that means, but let me keep going. This is due to the factors such as long working hours, lack of access to exercise, facility, exercise facilities, and a uh uh A care dependent culture now i don't know about the lack of exercise facilities we got many of those so i don't i don't know where that comes from we got a lot of exercise facilities and that's even sadder because it ain't got nothing to do with lack we have many many affordable exercise gyms facilities in america you know now high stress levels americans are more stressed than people in many other countries this is due to factors such as work family, and financial pressures. Stress can contribute to a number of health problems, including obesity, heart disease, and depression. The United States has a number of challenges to address in order to improve its ranking in health. These challenges include addressing the obesity epidemic. The United States needs to keep steps to address the obesity epidemic, such as promoting healthy eating and physical activity. Approve with the diet. The American diet needs to be approved by making healthy foods more affordable and accessible and by reducing the consumption of processed foods, sugary drinks, and unhealthy fats. Increasing physical activity. Americans need to be more physically active. And okay, I'm not going to go as much because my battery is running low and I don't have any outlet where I'm at doing this podcast. And I got to keep an eye on that. But what I wanted you to focus at are according to 22. Keep this in mind. I knew I thought it was higher, but according to uh, <coughs> health we're ranked thirty-fourth and obesity we're ranked twelfth in the world. Very high, very high. Let's go to another one. All right. Now, what I thought the, this is what I thought the United States was the number one obese. Now the number one obese country is a country called Nauru. Nauru. you ever heard of that country i never heard of it the number one country obese country in the world and i thought it was the united states it's a country called Nauru. i don't know anything i never heard of that country maybe you did i never heard of it the country with the highest obesity rate in the world is Nauru, with an adult obesity rate of 61 percent Woo, that's high 61 percent wow this is followed by American Samoa. I know know, Samoans are big. People already know that. But I didn't know they was ranked over the United States. But, you know, that's a tell you how much I know. By American Samoa, 58.7%. Cook Islands runs number three at 55.9%. Palau, if I'm pronouncing it right, is 55.3%. This is obesity now. Marshall, Islands 52.9%, Tavula, 51.6%, now you see, notice all these countries I never even heard before, these are mostly ocean countries, that's fatter than America, obese, Niu, 50%, Tonga, 48.2%, Karibali, I know these words tearing me up, I'm getting tongue-tied, 46%, and the Federated States of Micronesia, 45.8%. There are a number of factors that contribute to the high obesity rates. In other words, I'm not going to get through all that because, you know, it's because of genetics and stuff like that. But the number one country, according to 2022, the most obese country, according to AI in 2022, the AI I'm using anyway, is called Nairu at 61. percent Man, that's super high. Let's go to another one. I'm going through this because of my battery. Now, let's read the world's healthiest country. According to the 2022 Global Health Index, the country with the best health and lowest obesity, like I said, that's why I got it from Spain. And I did not know that. Spain ranks first in the world in health out of 195 countries, and it has an adult obesity rate of 25.4%. There are a number of factors that contribute to the Spanish high-ranking health, including Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean diet is a healthy diet that is rich in fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and healthy fats. According to AI... They, they believe this is the reason why Spain is the most healthiest. Now carnivores and keto people would look at that and they will find reasons why they can disagree with that. But according to this, on the Fair said they believe it's a Mediterranean diet, and that could be true because some those diets are good too. So don't knock them. Physical activity Spaniards are more physically active than people in many other countries. This is due to factors such as culture and encourages physical activity as availability of parks and recreation and facilities. Okay, United States has the same thing. See, <laughs> United States probably even have more. United States has more recreation facilities. They have theme parks. They have all that stuff, but we still rank number twelfth in obesity. So uh, I don't know about that. Let's go Let's, Let me go back now. Now, all right, I want to try to do this this quick. Let's see? Oh, still going good. My point is, now you just heard that. If you want to hear it again, do a research yourself, Google it or whatever AI or whatever you want to do. You know, like I said, it's not exhaustive. But for a country like our country, and I love my country that is the wealthiest and have some of the most rigorous programs when it comes to eating what we should eat exercise and some of the and the most wealthiest country is 12th in the world when it comes to obesity 34th in the world out of 195 countries when it comes to health in general both are high. Both are very high for the the land of milk and honey country, according to traditional people, what people for other countries want to come to here. And I know why they want to come here. Don't get me wrong. Because of our freedom and our stuff and jobs and stuff like that. But the point is, we rank way up there. Other countries probably got excuses, like these countries I can't even name. But the United States don't have an excuse. The United States We don't have an excuse. We should not have an excuse. Now, this is why I want to say, and I'm going to cut this short because of my battery. If our diets that we was traditionally and conditionally programmed to follow was so great and good, why are we high, ranked so high in bad health and obesity? Now, it's not so much of because the vegetable, the low meat, and the, uh, the low protein and the high carbs and stuff was the issue, or maybe some people would say the only issue. It's the other processed junk that America sells and puts on the market is one of the main problems i believe i believe i also believe that a lack of meat is some of the problem yes but i don't have no proof i don't have backup on that i hear other ones say that but i'm still i'm still learning this so i can't say But outside of the traditional diet, they said that was good for us. First, I question that. Because if you go back in the 30s, people was more healthier. You always had obese people, but it wasn't as bad as it is going from the 30s all the way today. Because in the 30s and stuff like that, they was eating meat and stuff like that. That big push against meat from what I heard came mostly after the 60s, when they started outlawing, CDC start outlawing meat and stuff like that. Then after that, that's when you, then according to the trend and what I am finding out, a lot of this stuff started going up. The cancers and the diabetes and, you know, the stuff like that started going up after they start taking a lot of meat out of the diets, but I'm not saying that's the cause, because I don't have no proof of that, but I can know one thing is big cause of it, is what the foods that we, the processed high-carb foods is the big problem. It's one of the number one problems of America. America teaches uh, uh, good traditions, uh, nutrition, and theory, also uh, and, and and marketing but they do another thing if they were so concerned that this traditional way of eating vegetables uh, grains and stuff like that if they were so sold on that like they was in the 30s and it changed if they were still so sold on that for health and nutrition and kids and stuff like that Why did the FDA still still approve all this junk food? One of the reasons is because the health system got involved and Big Pharma got involved and they seen profit. Profit is in processed food. See, they can sell it cheap and people will buy more. Also, you have a dark side of people wants to keep you sick so you can keep going to the doctors and they can make more money and they can sell you more drugs because if you ain't sick they can't keep making these bad medicines and pills and stuff like that see all that have to do with that so it's not so much the traditional food they say we you know we need to eat because it's not really bad the only, bad problem in it that a lot of low uh uh uh, low-carb people believe is they took out a lot of the meat which was purposely done when pfizer and all them got involved i think pfizer was another name then then it became take out some of this meat did they know that the meat is a good Nutrition, or really, or is, did they know that meat is really the only you can eat meat the rest of your life without eating nothing else and have a perfect nutritional, well, not perfect, nobody could be perfect, but have a more healthy diet just eating meats. Did they know that? I don't know. Many other uh, ketogenic and carnivore dieters believe that, and they have people that back that up, but I don't know yet. I can't grasp for that, and uh, or. I know I have to do with the gene, cause kajing, why that regimen has changed so much. Now they got all kind of junk that's been approved by the FDA. Bad stuff that's killing people and keeping people sick because money is involved. The love of money, the root of all evil, money is involved. So a lot of that have to do with our diet. We can make it better. Because we have the resources and we have the, we have the uh, resources and we have the people, um, the doctors and scientists to do it. But the, that's not the plan. The plan is on one group to keep people sick. So they can, they can keep selling drugs and stuff like that. That's how they make money. You know, that's one of the, one of the biggest plans. And that's probably one of the why they took a lot of meat out of the certain diets. They showed a, a little, uh, a photo of how CDC changed and took meat out completely. Now they have a different look. They don't even have meat up in there. You see that change? Could that be a reason they don't want, they don't want you to know how good and how important it is to eat meat and fats? Because they always sold to us traditionally that meat and fats is bad for you. And all the time, they know it's good. Some of them probably be on protein diets, but they're not going to let you know that. But they will still pimp vegetables and stuff like that. Knowing that a good meat protein diet is supposed to be an idea and we should be eating more than that. Now, I'm going to end with this uh, because I'm running low. But I'm going to piggyback on it and get into the spiritual aspects of traditions and conditions. I can believe there's an attack on protein and meats about what's going on today. Why is such a urgent to slaughter animals and stuff like that now to slaughter cows? Why is Bill Gates buying up all these farms and want to go and get into these lab-made animals and lab-made proteins, getting rid of all the real meat and telling everybody that real meat got something in them is bad for them? Why is these pesticide planes flying all over these veggies and pestifying and you know spraying stuff? How, do we know what they're spraying it with? Why is all these food factories last year was blowing up. I think it was over 18, I might be wrong. Out of nowhere, you don't hear no reports on it or nothing. Why is, like I said, Bill Gates is the most, he He has more, he bought more farms than anybody. He he hold, he own more, the majority of the farms in the United States now. What's going on with that? It's just no coincidence. Why do they want to get rid of the real meat and animals and replace it? with lab rats and lab animals and stuff like that from emblems and stuff like that. That's something I'm going to leave you with and I want you to think about because there's something to that. I have no doubt. There's something to that. Remember, the majority of what people follow usually is the wrong way. The majority of things, what people follow, what we follow is usually the wrong way. It's that minority is the real word that nobody want to hear nothing about. That gets ridiculed. It's that few, usually the ones that's telling the truth, not the majority. God bless you all. Body of Christ real talk. Salvation is today. To wait to be the way to be saved is believing in the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the only way for that to happen in your life, you must believe it genuinely, and you must receive it to be saved today, to be assured of your salvation, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 4. Today to be saved, saved is now. Whatever city, state, or country you're in, it's now. Whatever time it is, it's now. Because you're not promised the next day, hour, minute, or second. So people are dying while I'm speaking now. Somebody didn't wake up while I'm speaking now because they they wanted to wait. Don't let that be you. Okay, the time of salvation is now. God bless you, body of Christ, real talk. I hate to rush like this, but I got to charge my battery up. I'm in an area on the outside and I don't have any seen any sockets. So I'm gonna leave you with this. You do not have to be saved to be forgiven. You have already been forgiven. Now you have a chance to be saved. It's on you now. God bless you. Bye-bye. Peace out. Left up. <laughs> Love
0: you.